I'm Paul Issa. I'm the chairman of the Issa Trust Foundation and the deputy chairman of Couples Resorts. I'm on World Music View with J.R. Watkins. Welcome to World Music Views. World Music Views focuses on the business of music, particularly reggae, dancehall, Afrobeats, stuff that mm -hmm. you're doing now and, and using as the vehicle for Issa Trust Foundation. But before we get into the, the concert, I want you to just say who you are and how you got your present job. Oh, well, I'm still trying to find out who I am. But um, my present job, um, I've been working with um, the House of Issa, which is the parent company of Couples Resorts, um, for the last... 30 or so years. It's a family business. Um, <clears throat> and uh, currently what we operate is four hotels in uh, Jamaica, two in Ocho Rios, two in, in Negril. Couples Swept Away, Couples Negril, Couples Sans Souci, and Couples Tower Isle. And that is really our core business now. Um, we used to be in a lot of other things, finance, uh, motor vehicles, retail. But over the years, we've just sort of narrowed the focus to tourism. You never left Jamaica, even though you went away to go to school. What is it about Jamaica that, that one, keeps your family here and also keep you here? Because I'm sure you're in a position to expand your wings and go elsewhere. Well, you know, my father, Abe, the late Abe Issa, was a great um, patriot. And all through the 70s, when everybody was leaving, um, he never left. He never wanted to leave. He never planned to leave. He stuck out the difficult, uh, the difficult years. <clears throat> and uh, he died in 1984. But we as a family have never left. You know, our, our forebears came to Jamaica in, in um, 1893. My grandfather and his father came from Bethlehem which was then in Palestine, and they settled here then. And my grandmother, Mary Issa, Mary Brimo she was, was already living in Jamaica uh, in Cristiano with her family. They had migrated here from Syria, from Damascus. And so we've been here a long time. We think of ourselves as Jamaicans. We are Jamaicans. And uh, it's, you know, with all the problems that we have, and, you know, they are, there are many, uh, you know, it's a great place, Jamaica. My dad used to call it the greatest little country in the world. So one of the things that you've certainly done well, and I, I've stayed up at possibly all of your hotels more than once. Um, I was mm -hmm. just at Couples recently. Um, ah. So I love your hotels. Tremendous time when we go there. Uh, but one of the things you, you've done so well is learn how to create that genuine Jamaican experience for international people, right? Because you, you do cater mostly to, to a, an incoming audience. What is that thing that keeps them coming back from your perspective? Well, we have a very high uh, repeat guest um, um, uh, ratio or percentage. Uh, they think of it as their home. They come here, I think, you know, the staff, um, 
you know, Jamaicans have a really great quality, uh, I think, and we need to focus on the positives. Jamaicans are extremely hospitable. They're warm, they're friendly. Um, and um, the, the, the guests really come back, I think. You know, the, the resorts are beautiful. There's a feeling of authentic Jamaicanness about them. Um, they're not like cookie cutter corporate type structures or, or, or environments. And I think um, what keeps them coming back are those things. The food is always good. The beaches are, are great. But the, the staff, I think, have a great deal to do with it. Oh, wow. And, you know, there's this whole charade that goes on at the hotels. When they come back, the, all, the, all the staff say to them, welcome home, you know. And they talk about it that way. They talk about leaving home when they go back to their homes in the States or uh, Canada or Europe. It does feel like home. Now, let's talk about your sojourn in the arts. Uh, um, this is World Music Views. When you went to study drama, what was your ambition then as a, as a kid studying? Did you plan to become an actor? I had always wanted to be an actor all through my childhood. Nobody took me seriously. Um, when I went to university, I, I majored in, in drama. It was a school that had a strong drama department. But then I dropped out in my second year. And I went to New York and I went to a professional drama school and studied with one of the great acting teachers of the day. Um, and I was pretty good. But, you know, at the time, when I, when I started to go on auditions and everything, I, I just didn't like the industry the way it was then. And I thought, this really isn't for me. So I never really pursued an acting career. And then later I came back to Jamaica. I taught uh, drama in school. I worked in radio and broadcasting. I worked on local film productions. I did a number of different things over the years, but, um, and, and did some theater here and some film, but never really pursued it. I did it if it was a case of if somebody said, do you want to do something? I recently did a part in an HBO series that was filmed here. And it was just by chance, you know, they called me to audition then they called me back then they called me back and then they gave me the part and it was great. It was fun doing it. Um, but it's not something that I pursue as a, as a career or ever have. Would you produce a film or a, a theater production now? I, I have done, I did a theater production, I guess it was about 10 years ago. Um, that was the last thing I did. I directed another play after that and have been in a few plays since then. But, uh, you know, it's a very time-consuming um, art form, and uh, it, takes, it takes a lot of time and effort. And my focus these days is um, the ISO Trust Foundation, which is the charitable arm of our, um, of our company, Couples, and uh, for the last 18 years, I've, I've really been, especially these last, you know, five or 10 years, really been focused a lot on that because we, we, um, we focus on serving the children of Jamaica, whether it be in pediatric health care or um, education. And we work mainly in the rural areas near, near where our resorts are, St. Mary's, St. Anne, Hannibal, Westmoreland. So 
that is what we've been doing. And our current project is to build a health center, our own health center for children and adolescents in St. Anne. That will be like a free clinic that will serve the communities all along that area of the North Coast and in inland. Wow, this is... So this that, that's really what I'm focused on. And that is what gives me the most uh, joy in my life now, is trying to find some way to meaningfully contribute to the society, to the community, especially the communities where we operate our businesses. I saw the concert advertised. I, I saw you on ER, which World Music Views has been on ER for, for five years. Um, uh -huh. You do the chart show um, as an independent entity within ER um, up until December last year from 2018. But I saw your interview and I, uh -huh. thought, I thought the idea of having Michael Bolton, Taurus Riley, and Kimani Marley on one concert, I don't think that has ever been done in the world, was, was a refreshing offering for the Jamaican music and, and media landscape. What made you pick those three? Because these are three artists from three different eras, by the way, and, and different styles. Well, they're, the, the thing they have in common is they are all great vocalists. They are all like I would call them singers, singers, you know, they are, they are uh, terrific singers in their various uh, genres. And um, I, I think it'll be a great night, you know, having these, these three different style performers. And um, the, the fact that they are, uh, I, I think, what is Taurus Riley's nickname? Isn't it Singy Singy? Don't they call him something like that? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that I think you, we have three singing singies really that will be performing. And I just think it's going to be a great evening. We also have uh, Wayne Marshall and Tammy Chin, you know, the, the Mitchells, yeah. Wayne and Tammy Mitchell, who they're going to be our MCs. And, you know, they are both great singers in their, in their previous lives. And so they're going to be our hosts. So it's going to be a fun evening all around. We have DJ Bambino doing the, the, the music, you know, before and after the concert and in between the, the, the sets. So um, it's all inclusive. It, food and drink is included. Great food catered by couples and, and several of our sponsors. Um, how much to get? What's, huh? how much to get well, there are not many tickets left, but there are 250 US for VIP tickets, and all the tickets are VIP. Um, so they, you know, it's a lot, but remember, it's going to charity, and everything is included in this. You don't have to pay for your food, you don't have to pay for your drinks, it's unlimited. And um, it's a good way to go out, have a really good time, and know that you're supporting a worthwhile project. So every penny we earn, 100% of of, of what we make from this goes to building this health center. So it's a, a way literally of buying a brick in that building and going out and having a good time at the same time. For those people, World Music Views goes far and wide, not just in Jamaica, we're everywhere, worldmusicviews.com. We have a big audience. Also, I have another show with the Jamaica Stock Exchange called the Business and Entertainment Show in 30 mm -hmm. markets. In case people want to support the concert, but they can't show up, um, the, the, the people that are going to watch us from all over the world, how do they contribute? Okay, well, I'm glad you asked me that question. Um, they can go to our website, 
it's very easy to make a donation online. And um, if they go to isatrustfoundation.com, isatrustfoundation, one word, dot com, they can find out information about the concert. They can buy tickets. They can donate. They can bid on our silent auction. We have a lot of items that you can bid on, hotel stays, villa stays, art, all of that. Uh, all the money raised from that goes to the to the to the project, and they can learn a little bit about us and what we do. Um, so I would love people to, if you know, if you want to find out more about us or if you like what we're doing, you can't make it to the concert. There's still a lot you can do online in terms of making a donation, bidding on the auction, you know, and um, just sort of following our progress. That's nice. I'm going to ask you a, a personal question. Give me your top five artists of all time. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's so hard because I like a lot of different genres, you know. I like everything from um, the acid rock of the 1960s <laughs> through the, you know, to the, to, uh, to dance hall. So I have a very kind of... Um, wide-ranging taste and i would hate to pick out to pick five artists from it but i like many different genres everything you know i like classical i even like show music i like jazz vocalists um so i you know but that's a tough one to answer <laughs> i know i'll ask people all the time and it, it, it baffles them but I'm, I'm leading into this you've been in jamaica you've seen jamaica's music scene evolve from from the beginning to now, Byron Lee, Bob Marley, Jimmy Cliff, mm -hmm. dancehall came in, and what dancehall is now as the popular music. You've also seen the decline of reggae music's popularity in the the masses, right? What are your thoughts on where the music is going, and any suggestions you have to further monetize it and and grow it, like you're doing with your hotels? Well, I think, yes, it's sad that, you know, reggae, but you still have some new young people who are doing reggae. You have Chronics, you have Protégé, you have a number of people who are doing, um, I would call it a reggae revival, and that's encouraging. And you also have some people who have elevated dance hall. You have like Coffee uh, and a few other people who are doing dance hall, but, you know, lifting it up a little bit. Um, so... You know, yeah, I remember Mento. I remember the ska as a child coming in as a teenager, uh, rock steady, all the different genres. I think, I, I think there has been a coarsening. Uh, I'm not opposed to dancehall. I like, I really like some of it, but um, there's some. There's this kind of coarsening, and I don't know if the music is reflecting the society or the society is reflecting the music. But there's just a general coarsening of our experience really of life in a way in Jamaica and I think that's wrong I think um, I think I can't give advice because you know I'm not out there making music but I think the people who are making music um, I don't know if the music should reflect the worst um, elements of our experience in our, our society. I think in a way they should be uh, aspirational and elevating. But, you know, I'm an old guy. What do I know? If you could give 
music, not a suggestion, but give music industry players a tool to use that you've used to develop your hospitality offerings, what would it be? Attention to detail, I think. I think um, just, just um, you know, churning anything out and throwing anything out there. I think, um, I think, you know, refining things and working on them and paying attention to detail is 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 a good thing for any artist to do, the same way that it is in business. Wow, that's a perfect answer. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. This was good. This was good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, man. All Looking the best. Forward. All right. You too. Okay.